to Cinema Vino. We got Sean Jordan. Hey. We got Travis Bud. Yoy. My name's Todd. And uh, we're going to do a little mini episode talking about The Flash. Flash. Uh, now in theaters only. There's going to be some spoilers. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, I would very cautiously recommend it. It's not a full, complete recommendation. Not, not it's not a full throated recommendation. Go, go into it knowing that you're morally compromised by paying money for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've actually not seen it yet. So. I'm, I'm unmoral crowds, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm just here as a, a flash expert. You're a witness to the prosecution. I mean, compared to the other two here, I'm a flash. Yeah, I know expert. a decent amount. I got a journeyman's knowledge. Sweet. I mean, that's basically what I think what I have. All right. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm totally casual. So I'm here. All right. Let me tell you, he goes fast. He goes real fast. <laughs> he goes fast. He is faster than Superman. Yes. So there's that. There's that. Mm-hmm. This is one power. I mean, he should. Mm-hmm. One trick pony. Yeah. Uh, so The Flash was directed by uh, Andy Muschietti, who directed It and It Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. And then he is slated to direct, what the hell was it? The Brave and the Beautiful? The Brave and the, brave and the Bold? The Brave and the Bold. Batman. He is on, on deck to direct that if that gets Oh, made. yeah. The uh, Batman, Robin. Uh, yeah. There's Damian Wayne. Robin. Yeah. Oh, they're doing Damien? Damien Wayne, supposedly. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, Damien Wayne, who is supposed to be Batman's son, right? Mm -hmm. The whole whole thing. Unless they go backwards and and Robin has already become Nightwing. And, you know, if they do, sounds like they're doing a hurry up offense. They they want the world already established and, like, everybody knows who Batman is. We're not doing another origin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Which is kind of fair. Yeah. Uh, Written by Christina Hodson, who wrote Birds of Prey, which I didn't love, didn't hate, fall somewhere in between. Um, so stars Ezra Miller, uh, as Barry Allen Flash. Um, they're returning from playing the character quite a few times. Um, uh, Justice League and briefly in Batman v Superman. Yes. You see Barry Allen briefly in there. Um, and then I forget. Oh, the Snyder cut. The Snyder cut. Version. Yeah. Yeah. And Which so. fleshes out his character more. Mm-hmm. So this is his fourth time playing the character in different degrees of severity. Uh, Sasha Collier uh, plays Kara Zor-El, uh, Supergirl. I I liked her as Supergirl. I did too. I, I was yeah, I thought good. Not what I pictured at all for the stereotypical like you know blonde. No, Helen, you, yeah, Helen Slater, you have Supergirl. like a blonde bombshell. Well, yeah. I, I I haven't seen the movie, but I'm I'm assuming she's an alternate version or mm-hmm. something. Yes, I, I I assume hijinks ensue, kind of like Spider Verse. Yes, yeah. Um, but again, if we're going full spoilers, you do see. Uh, a CGI cameo by Helen Slater as... Oh, yeah, I think Su- I heard that. Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Shannon returns to play General Zod. Again, an alternate version of General Zod. Yep. Uh, and Michael Keaton. Again, I don't, it's not spoiling anything because you can see it in the trailers, the posters, it's everywhere. Michael Keaton returns to play the alternate version of Bruce Wayne. Uh, you also see some other Bruce Waynes pop up in the film. Yes. Uh, especially toward the end. Full spoilers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you definitely see uh, the, the Clooney. So Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So let's just let's dive right into it, right? So uh, the whole premise of the movie is, and if you were about to get to this, sorry. So um, Barry is like, I figured out what I can do. So the whole start of the movie is he's trying to. His dad has an appeal because obviously his dad is in prison for killing his mom. That's the whole Flash's backstory. Um, Flash is like, okay, I know how I can win this appeal. I just have to, I, I, I can just change one thing and that would completely change the course of 
everything. That's all I need to do is just this one small change. It's great. So he goes back in time. He figures out if I just like run really fast, I can fucking go back in time. He tells Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, Ben Affleck is like, don't fucking do that. That's a terrible idea. Um, He's like, great. Totally appreciate your input. I'm going to do it anyway. So he goes back in time, changes the thing on his way back to his time. He gets pushed out of the uh, speed force time bubble um, by some other speedster, dark, mysterious, whatever. He gets fucked off into about five years prior to his own timeline, five or six. Around the events of Man of Steel, basically. Right. He gets about, yeah. And so um, he finds himself, basically he he goes home thinking he's going to act like nothing ever happened. His parents are both alive and out of prison and they're like, oh, it's so good to see you, blah, blah, blah. Um, His own self shows up as like this misfit college kid and he's, you know, a slacker doesn't really care about anything. Um, and he basically has to recreate the incident that creates the flash to give himself powers again. Right. Yeah. Um, so now he finds himself in this alternate universe and he's like, you know, who can help me? My friend, Batman. And then he goes to find Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is Michael Keaton. And it's a Michael Keaton. It's a version of Batman who solved crime, essentially. He's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, honestly, like a few years back, like everything's good. Gotham's clean. Gotham's clean. Don't really need to do much. I've been retired. Just making spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> uses spaghetti as like a uh, loose metaphor for alternate dimensions. Um, talks about how there's like areas that are going to be parallel. There's a lot of areas that are going to divert wildly. And that there's no clean way to change time without you know completely changing which spaghetti noodle you're on. So short and sweet, but he basically gets there about the time of the Zod incident and man of steel. And so he's like, okay, great. I know who Superman is. We need to find Clark Kent. Uh, doesn't find Clark Kent because Clark Kent never arrived. Instead, they find Kara who's in a Russian prison. So they have to basically break into this like Russian Siberian prison, get her out. I thought they were going to do a whole red sun thing, which I was really excited about. They didn't fucking do that. They just like, it was, um, Supergirl, and um, so she became Supergirl, and then they fought Zod. Yeah, pretty pretty. That's the movie. Yeah. Well, then it's like you know, it's like Flash has to repair the multiverse, kind of in the, in the process of fixing everything. Basically, it's like going back. It's like the only way that he can, you know, make everything right is his mom has to die. He has to go back to that point and right. Well, and so the Uncle Ben's got to kick the bucket. Yeah. So you've got two flashes, right? So now you've got two flashes. Flash high. And um, Flash Prime, the Prime Flash is, you know, basically the good one. The new Flash is a little bit of fuck up, doesn't have the severity of like, you know, doesn't have a dark history that causes him to be, you know, a good superhero. And so he's constantly trying. He figures out he can change time and try to fix stuff. And he starts fucking everything up. And he starts like trying over and over and over again. Um, it's a whole thing. Yeah. So. And I thought of two parallels to Star Trek. There's gonna be some dorky things. That's why we're here. It's just pure dorkiness. There was the episode uh, of Next Generation where Picard dies and Q takes him in the afterlife or whatever and says, "Okay, you made your mistake a long time ago where you got your artificial heart. We'll go back. I'll let you relive that. And if you keep your heart, you live." And you don't, you don't get in the bar fight where you get stabbed as a college student or whatever at the academy. And so he goes back. He prevents that. 
event from happening. And then after he, he goes back to present time, he's no longer that Jean-Luc Picard. He's like a loser. Nobody respects him, you know, yada, yada. And so basically he learns that that tragedy made him into what he was. He's nothing without it. That was one. And then, because that's what Michael Keaton is saying over there, where he was like, I don't know who I am without that, without my parents dying. I can't imagine what my life would be. It made Who I would be. Yeah. So it's like that's kind of how a lot of the superheroes are. Where it's like you take that tragedy out of their lives, they're not the superhero anymore. It's yeah. Like it, it robs them of their part of them. They're just a goofy fuck up. Yeah, exactly. And the other one I thought of, there was an episode, and Voyager I wasn't a fan of, Star Trek Voyager, but there was an, an interesting... I liked Voyager. Off and on. There were moments I liked it and moments I got... I don't know, that was my point of Star Trek burnout, I think. I think that was actually my point of Star Trek introduction, which yeah. is my problem. We, we were different points on the spaghetti. Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, but I... Uh, I like marinara with, like, the meat in it and also meatballs. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. I kind of like some chicken. Do you like a vegetable thrown in there? Uh, like peppers. Like a mushroom. Mushrooms, I do. I like that. I, I, I like, like mushrooms, mushrooms but I don't hate them. But Onions? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. Um, Sorry. And incidentally, we'll have to talk about the wine here in a minute. But uh, I thought about the episode where there's this guy, the, the Voyager crew, they confront this guy who is basically operating out of normal space time. And it's like he has this ship that's immune to like, it can travel through time and it's immune to the effects of time. They can they can alter the timeline and not be affected by it. Captain of the ship like lost his wife a long time ago and he's trying to go back to a certain point and to where his wife lives. He can't figure out how to... to it's like the point in the movie where uh, basically and they decide, like Barry decides, like you can't... In this timeline, people die. Zod wins. You can't stop it. Yeah. That's how this is. Like, this guy can't figure out any way to make his wife live. Like, no matter what he does, she dies. And so he's going through time, altering, like, the flow of history to where his wife lives. And he eventually figures it out, but then it leads to mass extinction genocide. So the crew has to stop him before he can really enact that. So I thought about that, too, of, like, you know, somebody who is, uh, like, Barry at the end of it, desperate, like, doing whatever he can, but then he keeps fucking up, making it worse. That's what this guy does also. So... I know you did. Did you watch What If the the Marvel What If I got animated about series? Thirds of the way through it, I haven't finished it. You honest, you need to finish it because it wraps up very well. It oh, kind yeah. of pulls things it's together. Good. Yeah, um, it and makes it so it's not an anthology, but a like cohesive story. But the Doctor Strange storyline binds the threads back together. Where he is trying to go back and like save his girlfriend and like save that whole thing and he keeps going back and he's like why can't i change this one time period and it's like that is an inflection point there are some things that are hard nodes in the timeline where that will always happen no matter what yeah and he's like fuck you i can figure it out i just need to become more powerful and so he kind of exhausts himself and becomes like this all-powerful being until he destroys the entire multiverse Mm mm-hmm and he has to get like crunched down into like the watcher crunches him down in like another universe of his own. And it's just like, you're going to go off into like time prison. That's kind of how I felt about this flash. So the flash B. So Dr. Who fans will know that as a fixed point in time mm-hmm. that cannot be rewritten. Continue. Yes. Uh, so pr- flash B basically becomes that he becomes like this, like dark flash which I thought they were going to do like a reverse flash, reverse flash. flash no, or they zoom. Didn't, didn't they? Zoom. Didn't which sucks. Eobard, Eobard Thawn. I, I um, thought they were doing that too. I, I, for just from the trailers and everything. I, I know. I thought that would be a cool thing to, to do, like a cool variant to introduce. But and I don't know if they just didn't have the time for it or what. Um, but the other thing is, um, as you know, basically the climax of the movie. Again, massive spoilers. 
is that they start collapsing all these different multiverses into each other. And so when they do, they do like this cool little like looking around, you can see all the different like universes of Superman and Batman the and, Warner and Brothers the Flash. Montage. And you get to this like Warner Brothers montage of <laughs> the, the Nick everybody. Cage. You get to see, sorry, this is probably oh, my no, favorite part. I, I saw that. You get to see Nick Cage as Superman fighting Fine. a giant spider. <laughs> yeah. A giant, giant mechanical spider? Yeah. No, just a spider. I thought it was a spider? I thought it was like a robotic spider. I could be wrong, but I thought. Well, that. if you oh remember, the story God, yes. goes that he requested that he fight a giant spider in the third act. Yeah, not a mechanical spider. Oh, that's right. Mechanical he didn't become mechanical until he got to Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. Yes. Yes. That's All right. right. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was an amazing Fuck, little yes. uh, little nod to mm -hmm. the story, but uh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, I've and gotten little snippets of that spoiled for me, so I already knew that. You but know what the, they did? The spider. Do? Oh my god! You know what they didn't do, which pissed me off. They didn't make a single nod to the very successful CW Flash TV show. Yeah, Grant Gustin didn't get like, and I've heard not that, a that single one's great. fucking nod. It's it's gone. It's I've got heard like that that nine that series seasons. is solid. It's a solid series. It's very good, mm -hmm. but gets to be kind of formulated, right? Because it's WB, so you're always going to have that monster of the week yeah. situation. It's fine, but like they didn't even acknowledge it. And I feel like to have a modern flash where one Ezra Miller piece of shit, mm -hmm. like you've got another viable so, flash that you could bring in as an alternate. Ezra Miller guest starred on an episode of the TV show Flash. Yeah, like they, you I, know, I just don't get it. It was, yeah, odd. It seemed like a, a choice that was like right there, they just didn't do it. Yeah, that bugged me. So this. Uh, was budgeted roughly between 220 and 230 million dollars. Means, ugh. yeah, it has grossed uh, 212 million so far. Okay, so it's been out what three weeks, two weeks, two weeks, give or take. Okay, I think this is its second weekend, so it'll cover, but it's not gonna like it might break even, but that's yeah, about we'll it. That. They, yeah. they know it's the, the end, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like I think it's going to have to make a lot more than what this is to compensate for like the advertising and everything. I think you're yeah. you're looking at probably 200 million more that it has to make to break even. Mm -hmm. I think you're the budget of the movie is only probably half the battle. Yeah, it only made what 55 or 60 million its opening weekend. Yeah, and that that's versus you know uh, the very first Toby Spider-Man making 114 million in a weekend. 20 years. Um, ago. Yeah, crazy inflation. That yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Michael Keaton, God love him, he couldn't. Polished his turd. He couldn't. Yeah. He fucking know. tried though. He did a great job. He was awesome. Well, I'm so sure he was great. And best, I want to see part. him again as Batman mm -hmm. in Batman Beyond. Like yeah. that. That's you will love it. That's you'll, a you'll foregone that. conclusion. That's he would be great at that. He's at the correct age where they can use him for several years in Batman Beyond, and he's you know he'll be around. So mm -hmm. it it I don't know needs yeah. to happen. But even when George Clooney showed up, I was like he he's a good good looking like Bruce Wayne. He. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, I was like, he could do it right He's now. Got a perfect so. jaw. Yeah. So whenever he showed up, finally returned back to his own timeline. He's like, great, everything's back to normal. And then fucking George Clooney shows up as Batman. He's like, God damn. <laughs> and there were like entertaining moments to it. It wasn't a total. I'm like, okay, what, what what's your one out of ten? Well, I mean, they're just really trying to hammer home and do like some Spider-Man Far From Home. They're wanting, they're like multiverse. Mm -hmm. God, we can do that too. I yeah. think they they paced this movie really weird. Like the beginning was so goofy, and they kept mm -hmm. trying to do like very different tones between the first act and like the third act. Mm -hmm. Um. It just didn't feel cohesive the whole time. It felt like they were trying to do something different. And to me, it, it, it felt like 
where um, Marvel uses like alternate dimensions to really like open up the universe. This almost felt like it was like a a goodbye yes. to the DC universe. Like they were very much just like good going out of business. It, sale. it felt like a going out of business sale. It yeah. felt like they were just like, we've had, a, we've had a good run. You guys yeah. good you've had a run. You've had something. You've, it, had, you've had the runs. Yeah. yeah. It, it felt like someone who's really shitty at business being like, man, we had, we had some good times. Am I right? When it's like, I say this in my review, I've never seen something that goes for the nostalgia factor. Where they throw yes. in the bad stuff too. Yes. It's like, you remember Joel Schumacher? Check it out. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. You remember like, that? Here's Nick Cage with long flowing hair. Remember when yeah. Nick Cage was almost Superman? Wasn't that yeah. fun? You like Angelina Jolie, she'd give you big old boners. Well, here's John Voight's ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> this did have some John Voight ball sack feels. Patton Oswald. It, 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 it had some feels there. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never seen that where it's like, okay, we're going to look at the. Usually you want to opt for the good times. Yeah. Like, you want to. I mean, they, they brought in like a. CGI fixed version of you know Superman. Mm. Yeah, um, I think I want to make a Twitter, and my Twitter handle will be John Boyd's Ballsack, <laughs> and just tweet different. Sorry, that was just a, a thought I had. The pink ball sack. You guys can have that for free. Go ahead. <laughs> you better get on that before this comes out. Oh no, I, I'll do nothing with it. Jerk off to that, you lovely John Boyd's Ballsack. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, I would give this movie a five. Fair. Solid five out of ten. Yeah. I think six for me. Yeah. Yeah. I know this was based on a very successful um, uh, comic book event called the Flashpoint Paradox. Yep. And I might be getting... I never read that comic, but I saw the uh, animated adaptation of it. And it was very interesting. It was... um, And even for the animated series, it was a kind of a reboot. And I think they did that reboot right before they did the New 52 in DC to kind of wrap up the old timeline and be like, Oh, everything's fresh and new again. Yeah. Um, Barry tried to go back in time, save his mom, realize, you know, things got out of hand. Oh, and that's the other thing is in, in that, uh, in the comic books, it, when they went back to go find, um, Batman, it wasn't Batman at all. It was Batman's dad and his mom had, and, and Bruce Wayne had gotten killed. And that had made Bruce Wayne's parents, Thomas and Martha. <laughs> they had both gone Why'd crazy. You say that name? Uh, Batman's mom, Martha, had become Joker, uh, and his dad became Batman. But uh, I guess Reverse Flash was in there too. And at some point, I guess Reverse Flash is like you know monologuing. Like and he does. Batman, you know, um, the, or ba- the Batman's father, Thomas Wayne, is like, oh yeah, I got no compunction about using guns. And shoots him in the back of the head, if I'm remembering it correctly. Yeah. But you know, Flash gets he gets shot in the back of the head, and then he reverse Flash, and he's dead. But then I guess apparently they're like, all right, he's gone, and they go on. But then there's kind of a sequel story or an addition to it, where Reverse Flash or Professor Zoom, whoever it is, I can I can never remember the difference between them, but. Um, He's like a villain and has somehow come back and he's in the process of like vibrating his body to where he's like phasing through and the bullet hasn't quite, you know, exited his brain yet. So he knows he's dead. He knows he's on borrowed time (laughs) and he has however much uh, time left to try and fuck up and do cause as much damage as possible. Yeah. Um, And that's like a super interesting thought, like a super 
speedster that's evil, that has brain damage, that knows he's going to die and can do nothing about it and is just wanting to fuck shit up. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. And obviously, none of that, none of those cool, awesome things happened. None of the cool elements. Like, Flash is such a cool character because he he is such a, like, OP hero. Right, yeah. he like mm-hmm. he, if you really take it, the he lo- should never get punched. If you take his powers to its logical conclusion, like he becomes one of the most powerful, like heroes at all mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time travel, super speed, super you know strength. Essentially, yeah. it's nuts. Yeah, but um, I mean, no, they just Superman and super strength. But still, I mean, he can, yeah, he he can like he can slap you a thousand times. Yeah, in, you know, a nanosecond. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's, it's not awesome. Yeah, uh, and they just it's exactly like Adam stone. Sandler in the movie Click. Where he slaps uh, uh, Hoff, uh, the Hoff. Yeah. What's Hassel the Hoff? What's his name? Hassel Hoff. I, Hassel I Hoff. never expected a reference to Adam Sandler's click, click to pop up on this podcast. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm here. I never expected you to struggle so much with who David Hasselhoff was. That I was can't nice. remember. I, like I, Hoff, I tried to say his Hoff, name, but Hoff, all I could start <laughs> thinking of was like delicious drunk burgers. Oh, God. <laughs> Another good indie band. Sorry, I interrupted you. I just had to get that click reference out. No, I was just going to say, it just feels like they they have wasted this character. Ezra Miller has wasted this character. Um, it's a shame that we've gotten where we are. But Ezra Miller has wasted themselves. Mm-hmm. Just <laughs> all of the extra... Uh, Stories surrounding like all the chicanery, which hurt the movie. I think, just, yeah, you know, hundred percent. I they, they I did not want to see this in movie bar either. fights. They get in crazy mm-hmm. shenanigans. They they slap uh, female friends outside of nightclubs. Well, or, and I yeah. I think or females, not friends. It's it's something that's very much endemic of like the cinematic universe. Now is like if an actor is a piece of shit, and you know has something that makes them non-palatable anymore, you basically have to hard reset the character. Yeah. And, and you can do that multiversally. Mm-hmm. Multiversally You, you can. And I think Marvel's staring down the gun of having to do that with Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not to the same extent. No. But still, like, if you have a character that you planned a whole arc on, multi-movie, what do you do? Yeah. Studios, you kind of wrote yourself. And so now you see it's casting crazy. for, like, the the DC casting just came out for Superman and Lois Lane, and it's like you better hope those people are crystal clean mm-hmm. because yeah. you've got them for a few movies. Yep, mm-hmm. you exactly. Know? That that shit's. I don't want to be in that position. Well, I mean, it's like the Jay Z quote. It's like I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Business man. That's right. <laughs> also, oh, sorry. The one last thing. So when um, basically Flash Two is running around the Batcave, he comes up and he's like, "Do you see this little bag? It laughs." <laughs> I, I'm ninety percent sure that was a nod back to some sort of Joker token that gave him Joker movie. powder, mm-hmm. and that's why he went crazy. Yeah, and I don't think they ever like explicitly said it. Was it? What well, I think in it, in was, the, it was like a little like at the very bat. It's the Tim the, Burton Batman. Yeah, it's at the very end of the of the first uh, Batman movie, um, and they find the Joker's dead body, and he's still laughing, and they're like, "What the fuck?" and they reach in his coat and it's like a little yeah it's one of those things uh where you turn it upside down and right mm-hmm. yeah yeah well i i is it the same laugh yeah yeah it's the same <laughs> laugh but it's a different i think it's a different like thing so my interpretation my headcanon is that whatever was in that bag joker venom or powder basically powdered him and like made him go a little bit crazy mm. yeah and that's why he 
turned into the flash that he did. Yeah. Ah. Could very I well see. be. Just my head cannon. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sure they'll confirm or deny it at some mm. point. I like it. I yeah. mean, yeah, that works. Um, whatever we can do to spice this movie up is good. Jesus. Uh, no after credit scene. There was it? an after credit scene. Tell me about it. I forgot it. Uh, this is gonna sound bad, but like my phone, myself, because I it was an empty theater. I mean, there was like you just left. <laughs> I was still there, but <laughs> you there, talked over it. You were on a conversation. <laughs> there was a couple of the people in the theater, and they stayed. And my phone vanished in the seat next to me, like it, like it's gone. And so I lifted it's up. Phased through the seat. Yeah, and it's mm. like, where the fuck is my phone? So I lifted up the cushion, and it was like this this mountain of like un like popcorn and like candy. Like never a, lift up a seat. In a never theater. been cleaned. No. And it's like my phone is somewhere in this like shithole. <laughs> and so that's what was going on. I was I was trying to dig reach back for my phone at the yeah, back of the seat while that's the, rough, buddy. So I didn't really even catch the end credit thing. I'm trying to remember now. Uh, it was completely inconsequential. Um, I'm sure I could look it up, but I won't. Would I have gained anything watching uh, Shazam two before this? Because I I didn't see Shazam. I still have not seen Shazam. No, don't watch Shazam two. Well, I mean, I will, but but only because it's free on HBO. Don't say I didn't warn you. Yeah. Um. I also watched uh, The Rock. I mean. Black uh, Adam. Black yeah. Adam. Yeah. yeah. I watched Black, Black Adam. Adam was, uh, it was honestly, fine. it was not as bad as I thought it was. It's just so be. khaki. That's a compliment. It was just yeah. so khaky the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of beige. A lot of eyebrows. A lot of mm-hmm. dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just uh, what it was Dwayne the Rock Johnson flying around a yeah. lot and yeah. not being Black Adam. But, you yeah. know, I would just throw on some fucking pointy ears. Dude. Yeah. Slap some hair on. Pointy get, fucking ears. That's all you need. Fucking, yeah. I, I just need a, 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 a little Vulcan. Little super strong Vulcan flying around with a lightning bolt on his chest. Yeah, I love it. Is that so fucking hard? Yeah. Also, fight your fucking uh, protagonist. Slap around Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. Don't be a fucking. Uh, he somebody being a jabroni. Mm-hmm. I know he can choke slam me like nothing. Mm-hmm. But if I get famous, I'm going to tell The Rock. I'm like, hey, you're an actor. Act as other characters. Don't just show up as yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially with fucking Teth Adam. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. What I want to see is uh, Thackeray Binks fight Teth Adam. It's like Teth 3. No, Thackeray versus Teth. <laughs> Teth. Teth. It's me, Thackeray. Don't Teth Let me. Let's fight. <laughs> I mean, I still want uh, The Rock to play the thing. Benjamin J. Grimm. The Rock playing a rocky thing. Yeah. It's just, ah, it just makes me laugh. Yeah. It's so meta. It'd be perfect. Just for the pun. Mm-hmm. Um. So we are drinking uh, Raptor Ridge, an Oregon Pinot Gris. Uh, pretty tasty, pretty easy drinking. Another good summertime wine. Again, this the, the random wheel picker picked up some two pretty good hot weather wines. We're coming up on a super crazy hot spell. So it's going to be like 103 tomorrow. Heat wave. So super cold. You need something chilled. Yeah, you chilled the shit out of this. It's yeah. delicious. Mm. Yeah. It's wet. It's crisp. Pin- not dry. Pinot Gris is going to be something you can drink it's in hot weather. wet. Uh, Willamette we, Valley? Yeah, Willamette Valley. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> they, they they get a little ornery if you say uh, Willamette. Willamette. So just just remind just uh, remind that they it rhymes with uh, God damn it, damn it, Janet. Yeah. No. Oh. So there you go. Time remember. Willamette. Willamette. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, it's it's good. Uh, again, another easy drinking, friendly, warm weather white. But you could do this also with Thanksgiving type food. You could do it with like ham salad. Turkey, ham salad or a ham salad, mm. an egg salad sandwich, 
you name it. Macaroni salad with raisins in it. This is pretty floral, I think. Did you, what did you say? Macaroni, macaroni salad with, with raisins, raisins in it. Okay. About as Caucasian as you can get. <laughs> about as white. Frozen as peas. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is this is a great refreshing. Um, you know, again, I think floral. Uh, I mean, lightly fruity flavored uh, white wine. Little, a little more body, a little more oomph than the uh, bubbly we just had. I think mm-hmm. it has a little more full, creamy texture to it. A little mm-hmm. more, a little more rounded, but Sneaky. not as mineralic. Yeah. This this is more uh, plump, I would yeah. say, of a wine. Has a little, little more oomph. Silky on this tongue. The, uh, mm. Pear notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, come on. I would recommend it if you're, yeah, if you're looking for something holiday friendly or just if it's hot wherever you are in the world and you need something to drink on, on the porch, this is a great, get it extra cold right now. It tastes like I got knocked down in the playground and I got grass and dirt in my mouth. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's the notes I'm getting. Yeah. It's it's like getting the helmet out of you. Tastes like getting bullied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tastes like getting bullied. Yeah. But no blood. Yeah. <laughs> but you got it, sand in your eye. It tastes like your name's Bastion and they're chasing you. <laughs> um let, me let you get a look at my Southern Oracle. It's been another episode of Cinema Vino, and we thank you very much. Flash. Uh we got Thunder. This is hopefully the last movie we have nice. to see with Ezra Miller. Yes. And it may maybe it may be. He may be they may be canceled. I, I enjoy Perks of Being Wallflower. I but, did. They've yeah. they've done some good stuff over the years. So Oh, yeah. and Grindelwald, all the Yes. Perry Hotter. I have enjoyed those. I know people, mm. some people don't like them. I haven't I've liked those. Maybe that's just They're yeah. fine. Yeah. You know. They're um, extras. Mm-hmm. They are. I mean they're they're DVD extras. Yeah. They're not the main Hey, somebody made a whole franchise or a movie in this extra DVD extras of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Someone's really milking this cow. Mm-hmm. I wish it'd milk me. <laughs> but uh, great movies, only drunker. We thank you guys. Uh, next week we'll be doing Twenty One Grams. Tay will be back with us, and all will be right with the world. Giant spider in the third act. Exactly. Uh, big old polar bear. But we will see you guys next time. Love you. Bye. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castbox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website is at cinemavino.net. And reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com.